0: real and raw with patrick tremont hi everybody i am here in the studio today and oh it's such a nice day outside and i'm just thinking what a lovely time to have these wonderful guests here in the studio with me it is my dear friend dawn hi dawn
1: hello patrick
0: and one of my besties ever my cousin carrie hi carrie
2: hey pat
0: so i have them here Uh, Today we're just going to be talking about a lot of things and of course I'm here in the studio and it's a little cold inside of my house so I always like to have something warm for my throat. I always feel like something warm and juicy should go down my windpipe before I start talking and so (laughs) here I'm drinking out of my killer clowns from outer space uh, coffee mug which I absolutely love that movie if you haven't seen it you must because it is absolutely fantastic i just love that show and um so of course here i have my you know my coffee in here but have y'all seen this movie killer clowns i have not oh my god it is absolutely fantastic it is like these clowns that kill people by throwing popcorn at them and uh and they and they shoot guns of cotton candy And, you know, whatever. So it's like this traveling circus that's on a spaceship. And then when it lands, like, in your town, like, if it happened here where we live, I mean, I think all of us would probably go to it because we don't get that kind of action around (laughs) here. So we'd be like, oh, my God, yes, this is absolutely fantastic. So we'd see the big circus tent, right? And then we would probably go to it. And a lot of us would probably die by cotton candy. I'm just saying.
1: Oh, I would love that. Would you? Yes.
0: You would like, you know, to yes. die by
1: smother me in cotton candy.
0: Oh my god. See now, the way you make it sound so provocative. You make it sound like it's sensual like smother me with cotton candy.
1: You can make any food provocative. Can't,
0: I guess you can.
1: Whipped cream, peanut butter. Yes. Gravy.
0: <laughs> gravy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know about uh, gravy. That'd be kind of hot. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess gravy could be good. I mean, it depends on where you put it and where if, you eat it from.
1: If it's a meat and potatoes man, he would go for it. Mm.
0: I get, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, are we talking like brown gravy or cream gravy? Yeah
2: cream i would like cream if i'm gonna have any it needs to be cream okay
0: well you know that just makes me think you know other things because the way y'all are making it sound i'm just saying you know it all started with cotton candy thanks don (laughs) so (laughs) but um anyway no this movie is absolutely great and if anybody has not seen it out there it's one of my top five of course you know what my number one movie of all time is right showgirls yes Absolutely love that movie because that movie has everything under the sun, every topic. It's like the director and all of them, when they were writing the script, they were like, how can we make this movie even more crazier than what it already is? They've got everything covered, every particular person covered and every particular topic. is just, it's hilarious, but it's also a classic, just like this one, Killer Clowns. But I'm going to go ahead and um, you girls talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna have a, a, a sip of my coffee. Look at Patrick drinking out of that mm-hmm. cup. I see
1: that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. You like that cup. You like that cup, don't you? Did I say cock? I mean, <laughs> that's not what I mean. I, I meant. See, I had the coffee in my mouth. I was trying to say you like that cup, don't you? I was like, you like that cock, don't you? Um. Anyway, so no, you have to see this movie. I think I'm gonna make y'all watch it. So, um. Anyway, so uh, me and Carrie has been lounging out by the pool and we've been having some kind of crazy conversations, of course. And so, and some we cannot repeat because, you know, that'd be kind of, you know, uh, well, it'd be kind of like us telling our tales. But um, so, we, but
2: we would need a release.
0: Yes, absolutely. We'd have to have a release form for some of the things that we've been discussing. Now, or you she would, anyway. said
1: release. <laughs> you said release form.
0: Oh, oh, oh! Good, Don. Don, you ate your, you know, your tender vittles you this morning. That fast. <laughs> she is all kind of wild today. Okay, no, yeah, Carrie needs. She might need a release, but I just need a release form from you to talk about these things. <laughs> I don't know what kind of release you need, but it's probably I different need a than mine. Well. I think that all of us could use a good release every now and then. But, of course, with cream gravy and cotton candy. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so we've been having this pool side topics here. And I don't know if everybody else out there does the same thing or not. But we sit there and, um, you know, it's like girl talk. We're sitting out there and we're just talking about life and love and, you know, whatever. And um, so, but do you remember some of that stuff we were talking about? Some of the little topics don't oh, we,
2: God, I think we ran across different
0: I know. Different categories. We talked about all kinds. Then we talked about children. We talked about love. Okay, so what is your ideal kind of like love language? Like, what's the thing that you want your husband to do for you that speaks in love language? You know?
1: I like whenever physical touch.
0: You okay. I
1: want emotional, physical touch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so you want emotional, physical touch? Yes. Yeah. What about you? What is yours?
2: You know what? I'll have to get back with you on that one because I've got, my husband's very touchy, very emotional, mm-hmm. touchy. And me, oh my God. You're not? There's a time
0: Mm-hmm.
2: when I want it and there's a time when I don't.
0: Well, you know, <clears throat> I can totally identify with that. I I totally get it you know like you know you know the book like the five love languages or whatever right mm-hmm. so for me they uh, it's been a big discussion in in my world and my friends and families and stuff we're sitting there talking about you know the love languages and all this mess but for me i'm actually thinking you know i don't want just it says you, you're supposed to pick two out of the five so, it's the two things that resonate with you the most. So, for me, I kind of feel like I want them all. Exactly. I don't think there's nothing wrong with wanting it all. Like, it's, it's supposed to be acts of service. I want somebody, you know, to kind of do something for me every now and then. And what physical touch, of course. And then, um, what's the other one? Gifts or something. Yeah. I don't mind to have like a little gift. And then you know, in the in the romance and the love, and then um and then what's the other ones? Like there's a couple of more, and it's I just feel like I want them all.
1: You D- want a good balance of them all.
0: Well, shouldn't we all? Yeah. Want a little bit of everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I- that we should all want that.
2: We deserve it.
0: Oh, now see, I like that a lot. So, so you know, um, I just kind of feel like, yeah, we do, we do deserve it but i think they deserve it too don't we all as a don't all people want those certain things so i don't mind giving those things to my spouse or anybody but i want them all maybe i'm greedy maybe i'm just a greedy bitch i don't know (laughs) is that a bad thing i don't think so so but we were talking about that but we were also talking about like um you know like you know children and we you know and kids and how to and how to balance all those kind of things. You know, whenever you're a parent or whatever. And how do you navigate? You know, now that they're adults and they also have children of their own, how do you sit there and balance out, still being a parent, but also trying to be a good friend to them, right? And then having to accept that they're not a child anymore, and you kind of have to accept. What their thoughts are and their opinions and how they run their life. And now that you've done your job. So it's kind of like you as a mother or father, you've done your job of raising them. And then hopefully they take the best qualities from both parents or one parent, or whatever, and take that and lead with it into having to be a, a good parent and friend themselves. So now you know i mean i know that y'all have children and stuff and so it's kind of hard to um i'm sure it has to be hard to kind of balance that out so how do you balance those kind of things out
1: well i mean yes we all would love to have say so in our kids lives because we've lived our life and we know what those roads are and We don't want them to make the same mistakes that we did. You just want to save them, but you can't. All you can do is give your best advice and turn the reins loose, and then turn it over to God.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that's very, that's very, um, very, you know, thoughtful, very honest, and I do believe in what you're saying. It's kind of hard to kind of balance those things. But you do kind of turn the reins over and you do give it to God. I totally agree with that. What is, how do you feel about it, Carrie?
2: Um, I'm still battling with letting go. You have to know where your uh, line is. Um, and I have a problem with passing that line sometimes. Um, I feel that it's still my responsibility to let my children know my thoughts and my opinions, but it's there choice if they want to take it right you know and thank god that um all three of my children have good head on their shoulders i might not like what they're doing or how they're doing it and it's not like i did it but right life goes on i've got to let go sometimes but that's a good thing for me
0: yeah well i think it's hard for any parent to really kind of let go because you're always forever going to be their mother or their father and so no matter how old they get or how many kids they have or give you grandchildren, you still have to be able to, uh, you still feel the need, I'm assuming, to want to parent them. You know? Yes. So it's uh. My dad's
1: 89, my mom's 85, and they still feel the need to, it's like, all right, Dom,
0: <laughs> Yeah.
1: you need to do it this way. I'm like, Mom, <laughs> I got this.
0: <laughs> right. It's kind of like, you know, you're still trying to navigate and trying to, you know, be yourself, but still, you know, you're still a child to them. Yep. And you will for always, forever will be. and uh, And just like your kids will always be your children you know it's kind of hard i'm 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 assuming that it must be hard to sit there and navigate to say okay my my daughter or my son is a grown adult now so i have to let them make their mistakes or make their judgments and do their own thing but i think it's a and um a need in all parents to want to uh what intersect in their life yeah to 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 try to roadblock any kind of you know bad things protect to protect exactly so, but we know we were talking about that yesterday, and um, so and sometimes we may have our own children that don't really um, you know partake in our lives in some sort of fashion or whatever because they have their own now. they have their own careers and they're traveling and they're doing whatever. So it's kind of hard to do it because as a as a person or a parent, you still want to be in their life, but you also have to, like you said, you just kind of have to drop the reins and let them, you know, do their own thing. So sometimes, you know, you may be distant, but then again, they still have that bond and that love one way or another. So it's kind of hard to um, navigate sometimes. But, you know, but going from there, I mean, we talked about a lot of things because I, I don't know what it is. It must be, you know, the Amaretto Sours and the sun <laughs> that makes you start, <laughs> kind of going from one topic to another so i know it can't be just us right right. yeah it can't be just us so um i don't know it was 100 degrees out there yesterday and (laughs) i was God, i was cooking yes but i think i look better you know with my weight gain i think you know cooked fat looks better than oh my white gosh. fat. <laughs> I'm just saying, Stop. I'm just saying, I think <laughs> that if you are going to be a little bit more on the plump side, you can be at least, you know, have a tan with it. But, you know, hey, look, I'm, I'm fixing to start my weight loss journey and I will, and I'm hoping all the listeners are hearing me right now, I will be documenting my weight loss journey 100% real and raw you will be seeing the before and the afters and also what i'm doing my journey my exercise my food everything so i think i'm kind of putting this out there right now that that's going to be starting soon and i want everyone that has an issue maybe with their weight Or maybe with their looks or maybe how they're feeling or whatever don't let anybody tell you anything different you are beautiful the way that you are but if you're feeling in any kind of way indifferent about yourself there's nothing wrong with um, helping yourself and having the courage to continue to do the things that make you happy and if one of them is weight loss then you may join me on my journey and I'll be glad to help each and every one of you out there doing it and hopefully that this podcast and my journey on social media will inspire some of you and also you can give testimony yourself. So, you know, that's going to be coming up pretty soon. But anyway, so back to us, do you spit or swallow? Oh my god. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I swallow if I have to.
0: Okay. Well, that don't just
2: know. don't happen.
0: Yeah, well, I will not be answering that. Um, <laughs> no, I just wanted to kind of throw y'all off. Anyway, so, but... Um, <laughs> so, but no, the uh, the sunlight will do it, and you have a great conversation out there. And, uh, you know, when you're relaxed in your own mind and your own head, you kind of get into this whole zen mode. So, you know, whenever it comes time, you know, for um, each and every one of us to... Um, But I have, I was going to say, I've always wanted, like, a nickname. And I have one by my husband. But, like, before I reveal mine, and I don't know if I should even say it, because I guess it's something, is is it having a nickname more of a private thing between two people, or is it something that, I guess it just depends, right?
1: It depends on the couple.
0: Okay, so, like, what is your, what is y'all's nicknames for each other?
1: He just calls me Babe? Babe. Yes, Okay. and I call him my country
2: dumpling.
0: Oh, country dumpling. What's, what's y'all's?
2: Mine's Bugaboo.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: but my husband calls me Bug. Okay. It's all on all my cards. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, love you, Bug, or I put, love always, Bug.
0: Oh, like, my God, that's so sweet. Now, what is his? What do you call him? Or can you say, what? Well, you're laughing so...
2: What? I'm I'm laughing because I have a couple of nicknames for him. I mean, Some they? of them I probably can't mention on air, but um, you can say anything here if you want.
0: <laughs> but, but what are they?
2: Um, I'll get back with you that one. Well, in my phone, I have him under my baby porter.
0: Okay that's very cute I was gonna say I mean you know because it looked like you were sitting there going well I don't know which nickname he wants the nickname of the man himself or his penis I didn't ask for that one I was just asking for the nickname Mm -hmm. of your husband Um, but I'm sure we all have nicknames for a lot of things see because I haven't I have a name for for me Mm -hmm. or I have a nickname well not for me but given to me mine is baby bear Mm-hmm. And and my husband is Rye Bear. Yes. So, um and so we kind of do that and stuff, but it depends because it depends on the day and stuff. I might call him, you know, um well, I don't know if I, he would kill me if I say it, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you. No, it's all sweet, but he gets very embarrassed and stuff. So we kind of have those little, you know, sweet nicknames to, I think that a nickname comes in and it sticks and it stays but i've always wanted to have a nickname and my sister and all of them call me just pat you know what i mean and which is basically my name anyway but um a lot of people say that they might even say asshole i don't know it depends on the day (laughs)
2: that's my husband's what you cannot steal that one
1: (laughs) i think when you call me sometimes i'll say oh it's my patty cakes
2: (gasps) Oh, that's good. I like that.
0: That's sweet. Yes. Okay, I've heard of patty cakes before, but I think mainly you're probably the one who actually uses it. Yeah. You know, patty cakes, yeah. actually.
1: In junior high, uh, there was a group of us girls that we wa- we all wanted nicknames, too. Mm-hmm. So, we decided we wanted boy
2: nicknames. <laughs> I was Clyde. <laughs> Clyde.
1: Yes. Okay. I
2: was Danny.
0: Really? Yeah,
2: because my middle name is Danielle, and I would I wanted people to call me Danny.
0: Oh my God, that's cute. Yeah. Okay. Well.
2: But we had a committee. My committee and our thing was itty bitty titty committee. Oh great. <laughs> I was the that, captain of the team.
0: Well, yeah.
2: Not know anymore. And Not one anymore. look,
0: you can see why.
2: Not anymore. You got
0: them. You got that those those balloons right there. Boo. Mm-hmm. But, uh, well. Y'all both do, I guess. Um, <laughs> am I supposed to be looking at that? I don't know.
2: Well, we're both anyway. looking at each other now. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> well, I what mean, size you got? I'm picking. I'm picking. I'm picking. No, don't even a answer double that. double D. Mine oh, is too. Really? Oh my but god. But you're five foot four. then. no, I'm like four ten and a half oh, on a good god, day. True. True.
0: Oh, don't forget the half. So yeah. they
2: come in the room before you do. Oh god, every day. And uh. you know what? When I used to work, and I would have to reach over something, I push <laughs> copy <clears> off the copy machine. Yes. Or yes. or something like that. Oh, my God. And I would be z- Zooming copies everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is just hilarious. Get in the way.
0: Well, you know, sometimes we sit on our nuts. It just happens. <laughs> um, I'm sure some guys don't have that problem, and but some of us do. We might sit down. Depends on how tight the shorts are or whatever. But, you know, it just depends, especially if you're hot. You know, those things really do matter. Like, the heat can make you expand, and, of course, swimming in the pool, and, you know, they shrink up. I don't know. But I think it has something to do with, like, I think your balls need to be warm, right? They go in inward more often.
1: When they're cold.
0: Yeah, when they're cold, because they need that warmth. And I think, now here we get all scientific and shit. I think it's to keep the sperm count up. Correct? The, something
1: like that? It, the sperm has to stay one degree cooler than the inside of the body so that's why they are on the outside of the body
0: okay so if you're really sweating and you're hot and you're working in the yard and you can just feel them rubbing against your thighs that means that they're actually trying to cool off yeah yeah Okay, sorry, sperms. They're not. They're not being used by me anyway. It doesn't matter. And <laughs>
1: for all trying to make a baby, take cold
2: showers and do not get in a hot tub.
0: Oh, okay.
2: And take care of both boys because only one of those boys can have babies.
0: Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. What do you mean, both boys, um, both balls?
2: Yeah. Or yeah, yeah both of oh. them. Both balls can't create. Uh, Uh, babies only one of them can and on each man it's a different one
0: wow Wow, that's
1: different i hadn't heard that well that's because my
2: ex had one ball (laughs) Uh. and his brother was missing the other (laughs) oh shit (laughs) okay their mom split it between them well they Uh. were triplets there were two boys and one girl so oh
0: wow that's interesting Mm -hmm. um well uh, well, that's great. Um, I did not know this, but now I do. Um, you heard it. You heard it here. For, I'm so speechless right now, and that never happens to me. I got you a heard it here years. Yes.
1: Have you ever had a zipper problem? Oh my God! I was thinking about that yesterday.
0: Have I ever got my penis caught in a zipper while yes. doing it? Only one time. And that's because I, I I remember I was in school. And we had a certain amount of time to, you know, use the bathroom and get your books and get to the hall or whatever and get to the class. And I remember I was running late and I didn't want to get in trouble because I was probably you know doing something i shouldn't be doing like gossiping or fiddle farting around i can see that yeah totally i was probably you know talking shit and uh, but i had to pee so bad so i remember um you know kind of zipping up a little bit and it just kind of got the the bottom part of my shaft yeah and i remember going oh my god and it wasn't like what is that movie where the guy does it in the In the the comedy. You remember that movie? Oh,
1: something about Mary. Is
0: that it? I'm thinking it or something. It wasn't, right, right, right. So it wasn't that severe, I'll just say that. You know what I mean? It was like, no. It wasn't like, oh my God, you're the whole thing. It was just a little bit of the skin. And I remember trying to, like, you know, pull up the underwear, zipper. It was all at the same time. And I was just freaking out. And I probably had a book or something underneath my arm. We were just gross back then, you know, because we're not as, back in the day, remember before. You know, we were so worried about sanitation and all these things. Of course, we'd wash our hands after we used the bathroom and all this stuff. But back when, back in, you know, the day when I was going to school in the 70s and 80s, we would, you know, be just kind of in and out and you were rushing around. You had your books, you had all your stuff. I don't think, I don't know if these kids have all that now. I remember having a backpack, but I never carried it. Yeah. I thought it was so cumbersome, and plus, it didn't match on my outfits, <laughs> and I, and I hated it. I remember having those things called a trapper keeper. Oh yeah, and it would have all the different little you know things in there, and I loved it. So I would always get one. But one of my favorite trapper keepers I've, that I ever had was the closest thing that I thought was to disco. And it had, like, spaceships and stuff on it. It had, like, stars, like, shooting shooting stars. It was, like, the whole design of it. It was really weird. But it was really weird and out there like me. So, I remember having that. And then I would do all the little, you know, stuff on the inside. You know, homeroom and history and math and all this. And you label all the shit. But I remember just carrying that thing around. So, i probably have my trapper keeper under my arm. My penis out ping. And hearing that bell... And you know whatever, so I was rushing. But yes, that has happened. To answer the question, finally, um, yes, it can. It can
1: happen. Like but in that movie, it said, "Was it the beans or was it the Frank?" <laughs> it was the Frank.
0: <laughs> it mine was the Frank, but thank Yum. God there was no scarring because mine's yes. pretty. Yes. But <laughs> um, can it ha- Can it happen to a female? Can you get? You know. Can anything, can you, z- can,
2: oh, think, I think it would be an alley or an any because females, there are alleys and there are any's. You did you mean, not know that.
0: You mean the bean or <laughs> the, is the bean an alley? No, that's different. Um, you talk about the, the, the labia. Yes. Is that what it's called? Is that, and is that the part? Yeah. The, the, you know, the, yes. the, the
2: vagina the, opening. Yes.
0: Can that get caught? In a zipper. Y'all are, well, y'all's stuff is way tighter than
2: ours, well, our I think. Zippers I know mine is
1: up higher. <laughs> so if anything, it would be like hair or Oh,
0: okay, I get or it.
2: The bumper.
0: The bumper.
2: What's the bumper?
0: What is the bumper? Do I have a bumper? Do I have a bumper? Or are you the have only one bumper? with a
2: bumper?
1: Girl. <laughs> That's actually what my birth mother used to call it—the bumper. What is it, the bumper? Yeah. It's what is called the pubis mound, oh. right over the right over the bone. What is yeah. that bone? The I pelvis see what you're bone. Mm-hmm. And sometimes <laughs> pelvis bumper. bones, pe- sometimes pelvis bones are protruded out.
2: Yeah, I well, fractured mine before on a horse.
0: You fractured your bumper on a horse. Oh
2: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's well, I'm not laughing.
0: At oh my that. god. It's well, okay.
2: I can laugh with you now. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, me, I don't have a bumper. Obviously, now that I know what it is, um, I guess I have a permanent bumper because something's always poking out. <laughs> right. So I'm not just a bumper. I'm a full you know speed bump you know (laughs) mine is totally different than a bumper you
1: the whole grill
0: i'm the whole grill or whatever you want to call it (laughs) so um but no that is hilarious i never knew that was called that but so a girl i see the zippers are different because a guy's zipper is Mm -hmm. you know down there below because we have to pull ours out and then a female hers is more up higher but y'all's thing is down there lower yeah you know
2: i I, have a question i
0: guess I guess I would have known that if I was more in fashion, you know. <laughs> like I know fashion, but if I designed fashion, then I would know about the zippers. Didn't even realize that until now. Okay, so I didn't think about that either. Yeah. What is your question,
2: Pat? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between boxers and whitey tinies Why and why do men prefer whitey tinies versus boxers? Vice versa. What's the difference?
0: Okay. Now, if you'd have asked me this, I had a fetish with. Tidy whiteys, back in the day, because I remember when Tom Cruise did, you know, the little
1: risky business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: the little dance. I there's something that for me at the time, because now I have a different viewpoint. I'm gonna I'm gonna get there. The tidy whiteys back in the day was more attractive because it actually served a purpose, and you know, it held the man, you know, up and you know showed his junk well it showed as junk but it was more about protection and stuff and you know there's that little flap you can stick your penis out and pee pee but it wasn't about the looks and men didn't really get into underwear fashion until later okay And now you have every designer making men's underwear because men want to be. When they take off their pants, no matter where they're at or what they're doing, they want to be kind of. They want to be comfortable, and but they want to be fashionable too. And but mainly it's comfort because like you know we do have our bumper sticking out, so you know we have all of our junk sticking out, so we do have to um, you know maintain that comfort level. So, um, but the tidy whities back in the day were just about serving the purpose of comfort but yet practicality and also you know all that stuff me personally I think that it depends on if it's on a specific person like, women can wear, you know, just regular granny panties and just a basic bra without being Victoria's Secret, and there's something about a particular woman that can wear that and make it look attractive, just like a man can, okay? But not every guy can wear, pass off a tidy widey. Let's just say Tom Cruise could. Correct, but Danny DeVito should not. <laughs> so I'm just saying. So Tom Cruise can wear the Tidy Whiteys. And if you recall, he did it later in another movie of his. Um, I think it's called Magnolia. That he did, I think it was Tidy Whiteys again, that he wore, he had that long hair at the time, Tom Cruise, and he did another Tidy Whitey thing. And this one was way more revealing. And um, so, um, i just feel like it just depends on the person wearing it now personally you do get the full effect of you know the look of somebody's junk or whatever um with the tidy whities but now all the designers make men's underwear with the boxer briefs and stuff that are very comfortable but yet now also show off their manhood so to speak So, I think it just depends on what the preference is. Now, boxer shorts, sometimes I'll walk around here in a boxer, you know, and nothing else, you know. But when you wear the boxers, it's just more of a freeing experience. And I think Mm -hmm. Grandpa Gert probably Mm -hmm. wore that because back then... It was more of a way of them just wearing something, but it was more looser, and correct me if I'm wrong, so if anybody hears this and you have a different opinion, just let me know, but I think that when boxers, you know, the very loose boxers with the big open flap and all that was made back in the 40s and all that mess, that... I, and before then that it was more for a looser fit so it can be breathed and it was very hot and whatever and they were working on the
1: they wore whatever. more wool pants back then exactly and thick thick um, mm-hmm. blue jeans which is made out of canvas and correct
2: and well way back they used to have nightgowns like us oh yeah yeah
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and the same thing. Like when you think about, um, there's something really attractive about this particular. Um, oh my God, I, I can't think of it. They have the they they wear the garments underneath. Is it Amish or whatever? They have the the uh, the the whole the guys or the girls wear the corset. Uh, like, no, it's like a cloth. You know, kind of shirt, night
1: and, shirt type thing. Yes, yes, it's like a slip. In a way yeah for
0: women and but for the guys too like it's it's like a, it's like a one piece or a something whatever There I saw some kind of documentary on it but it but it's not just about the underwear it's about the whole lifestyle of that particular religion or that, you know, the, that, you know, thing. So, but it had this particular look, but it looked honestly very comfortable and it was all white. And I mm-hmm. thought it was just very pristine, very clean, and how they presented themselves whenever they, you know, were unclothed and they wore this particular, you know, underwear. Mm-hmm. And it's very modest, which I respected. So I loved it. And I was thinking, oh, but I remember my husband going, uh uh-uh. uh. Don't even try to get on Amazon start ordering all that, because you are not going to be walking around here looking like that. What was that, that
2: one you had so, that you used to wear all the time, Pat? What? That, it was like a muumuu kind of thing. A You gave me one of them.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was a
2: male's nightgown, long. No. Again.
0: Oh, my God, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay, so here's the deal. I might be ordering one today just because, because now that you said that, I have it hanging right now in my closet. It is a throbe. It's a men's throw and robe. I am telling everybody out there, if you are a guy and you absolutely love comfort and, you know, style and fashion – it is absolutely wonderful. I think I gave one to you too, Don.
1: You you did. I gave oh, me a black one.
0: Yes, I gave both of y'all yes, one. Yes, you did. And they are so comfortable. It's a man's like robe. It has a, like the little kangaroo pocket in the front, mm-hmm. and it's long all the way down like to the floor. And it's um, kind of like you know what you would see like in you know like in India or whatever. It's really really nice. I absolutely love it, and they're cheap on Amazon, and I I love it. And I've got one. In, you know, different colors. A couple, I have a couple of them in different colors. I might need to get that tan one, though. Now that I'm getting to be dark with my tan, I need to go go ahead and get one. Of, oh, I got one in white and one in blue. And so, anyway, I love these. But I'm glad you brought that up because they're so comfortable. Now, I did order one for my husband. He put it on. He was like, no, absolutely not. I remember that. <laughs> He was like, okay, you can pass this off and look good in it, babe, but I am not comfortable doing this. I said, you don't look bad. And he goes, maybe I don't look bad, but it's just not me, you know? <laughs> and so, but me, I'll wear that. I'll wear it to the store. I'll wear it anywhere. I don't care, you know? So, but I um, like
2: to see that you know to the store right you want him wear the shorts to the store oh he doesn't Uh, even wear a t-shirt it's i'm amazed that he has one on this morning or
0: well you know i'll tell you what mr
2: spiffy he dresses mm -hmm. so
1: spiffy.
0: well that's very kind of y'all i do feel insecure like i said about my weight loss journey but um yeah i i don't know a t-shirt is not forgiving you know no it is not. and i do believe that more of a button-down shirt if it's short sleeve or long sleeve or whatever I do believe that it. Um, if you are in a compromised situation with your body or the way that you look like I feel that I am, I don't feel very comfortable wearing just a t-shirt out. But lately, y'all have been telling me because y'all are my, my my you know, my booze, Judy's? y'all, you're my good Judy's, mm-hmm. y'all have been, y'all were just like, you know, you look fine. You can go out and wear this t-shirt. We're just going right here to the, you know, the, the restaurant. But anyway, so, um, but you know, and sooner or later I'll just be wearing a t shirt. Or, you know, that's got kind of cut all the way down to here and just kind of show my chest and get all cute once I lose my gut. But that's me just fantasizing. It may never happen. But anyway. It
1: will happen. Mm. It
0: will happen. I'm going to, yeah. But I better dye this gray chest hair before that happens. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs>
0: But anyway. Um, no, but I love my throbes. They're absolutely fantastic. and um, But, you know, women get away with wearing a lot of things more than guys guys can get away with some stuff but women cannot i think i mean uh guys cannot but women can that's what i mean women can get away with wearing all kinds of things because i think fashion was more geared back in the day more geared towards women so they had better choices to choose from with fashion and clothes and all these things and then, um, and then men just kind of wore the basic stuff, you know, like a polo, jeans, you know, a suit if they had to, whatever. It was kind of basic. And then, as the years go by, the designers started realizing that men were just as important, or they were more, they were becoming more fashion conscious as the years go by. So that's when you started getting the great underwear. And you started getting the shirts and they started taking more dares with their fashion to sell it to men. Because when men go out to buy their wife or something, you know, in the in the mall, they go buy a gift or whatever, they might see something they like, you know? Yeah. And um so <clears throat> excuse me, that's when the designer started doing that so now we become more fashion conscious and now a lot of the stores are just geared towards men and i'm very grateful for that but there is something different about maybe it's women too maybe y'all can help me out here if a woman is it just because a guy has to set a certain tone and standard in society that he has to sit there and wear certain things compared to another guy like some guys are not brave enough to wear the throbe like me like i would wear it and so and some guys won't even buy it they wouldn't even think about it but would that be with your average shirt that might have more of a billowy sleeve or a crazy color you know some people i mean Basically, back in the 80s is when, really, fashion started to change for men, and they became wild colors that most guys would never wear a bright orange shirt, you know, unless they were working on the highway, you know? (laughs) But... But they wouldn't. Guys would never take, they were like, oh man, no, that's too, you know, whatever. Sometimes they'd use all kinds of language, you know, that's too gay or that's too, you know, too much like a woman and that's too this and that. But now guys are like, where's all the good shit? Where's the bright colors? So I'm glad that our society for most men have turned around to take a more risk, you know, and, but women have always been able to take those risks. So, if you're walking to a store and you have me and you have another dude, both of us may not wear the same thing, but I think that guys are more still held back just a little bit in their own minds that they would not take some of the risk from some of those racks. Do women feel the same way? Do you feel like some of the stuff you would wear is it because of your body image, your body type, or just because it's not your taste or all the above? What is it? Do women
2: Well, for me, yeah. Um, hmm. It it you know, you say back then and now. Mm-hmm. Back then, men, husbands, they wanted to have pride in their wives. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nowadays, you pr- um, women dress and they want pride of their husbands as well. You know, yeah. um, men didn't didn't try as hard. You know, uh, or maybe I'm saying that wrong. I'm just uh, giving you no. my opinion. No, no, that's um,
0: no, that's right. Yeah. I can't
2: judge. I mean, I'm looking at her. She's got her country blue jeans on and her beautiful striped shirt. Yeah, me, I got a t-shirt on and some black shorts with holes in them. Right. We both have different. Taste. I would love to wear something that I see a model wearing but I just yeah. can't fit in that.
0: Yeah. So it is about so you're saying for you that women probably still have the same kind of um issues. Issues or fears or setbacks that some guys may still feel the same way.
2: Oh yes. So Definitely. it's not
0: so it doesn't have to pertain necessarily just to weight, but it could be you know, like that's just not my taste. It could be, you know, whatever.
2: The whole image. I'm sure. Right. I mean, uh, Don. How about you? Wouldn't you see something that you would really, really like? But you know, uh, that's not me. I can't wear that. I cannot work it like that. Woman is.
1: Oh yeah. I. A I- lot of the, the issue I have with fashion is it is just now getting up to speed for full figured women. Yeah, where mm-hmm. where men's fashions weren't colorful enough, weren't you know a mm-hmm. lot of personality. Women back in the day, mm-hmm. uh, they all had to be like Marilyn Monroe. They all had to be that perfect size, mm-hmm. and we weren't. So and and it was just literally sad sacks that they were wearing because they. They were held to another standard, exactly. So yeah.
2: it is it is catching up now. Well, my grandson, <laughs> he's fifteen, yeah. and sometimes he sees me and he's like, "Grandma, you cannot wear that." And I'm like, "Why? What's wrong with it? <laughs> you're too old. You're too old to wear that, Grandma. Oh, That's God. something my mom would wear." But then when his mom would put the same thing on, no, you're not wearing that, Mom. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Yeah, it's just funny.
0: Well, you know, um, you know, the funny thing is about now that you talk about that with age i have kind of had that in the past probably in the past like within 10 years because um now with me being out more you know publicly you know and posting a lot of things on my social you know media And also with the uh, podcast and everything, I'm getting a lot of feedback from a lot of people and some of the things that they are, you know, responding to me about my looks, my weight, my uh, what I'm wearing, what I should be doing or what's going on is absolutely quite crazy. You know, now that I'm more out there publicly and. And some of the stuff I have to read off to my spouse because I'm like, oh, my God, did I even I don't think I had a double chin in that photo because I didn't Photoshop anything. But maybe I need to start pulling out that you know Photoshop app, yeah. editor. Like, what the heck is going on? So um, but anyway, it's just very bizarre. But when I look at it, I mean, of course, you know, he's going to be biased, I think. Of and he's just like, no, you look great. But then again, he's he's pretty straight up. He's like no, you do look good, but I don't see a double chin or whatever, or this or that. I think maybe they're seeing it in a different perspective, but it's not that at all, and I don't know why they're saying this. So it, body image does have a lot to do with a lot of people, and um, I think we're going to be having an episode coming up about that. So we're definitely going to be talk- talking about um, weight loss, body image, and people's opinions about that and how to overcome and have strength in your own body you know, yourself. So that's gonna be with along with the weight loss journey coming up. But I tell you this, age, now that you bring that up, it has been said that, you know, aren't you a little bit older to be wearing this particular type of brand or wearing this particular type of, you know, style or whatever. And um I don't think and maybe I'm just one person, but at my age, I don't think I totally look my age. Okay. Mm -hmm. But um but I Excuse me, I do understand where they're coming from, but maybe I can understand where, where what their opinions are, but I don't think it's necessarily has to do with age. And I don't think you should go out and buy stuff, you know, that's too too young. I'm just saying dress appropriately that makes you feel comfortable but makes you look good, but yet, you know, still brings you into more of a a place where you feel like you are still fashionable or you know or not you know looking good and we all can do that so i think it's really not about what you're wearing it's how you're wearing it i think there's just a fine line because you know i know ladies out there that i see but no matter what your age is or whatever i just believe that you should be able to wear what you want Appropriately, but I will say this because you some one of y'all mentioned full figured earlier. Target has the best. When I went shopping in there, I didn't even realize this, and I had to give kudos to them. You know, I appreciate them, even with the male part of it, they have full figured mannequins now. So when you go in there, you do see a full-figured mannequin wearing this particular type of clothing. And I think that more department stores are starting to do that, which I appreciate because everything that me growing up, all I've ever saw in my entire life was a very thin male mannequin or a female mannequin, always. And every time you go in there going, I want this shirt with sizes, it's small or medium, you know what I mean? So, of course, there was a time when I was small and medium. I miss those days, but... um, Me
1: too.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, um, oh my God, and my husband's like, please, don't get back to that small-medium look. You look anorexic or whatever, which is, you know, I ain't saying bad things about anorexia. I'm just saying, he said, you cannot sit there and be that thin because he, he thought I was just too thin. And I said, you know what? People say I'm... Fat or thin, you know, but of course, we're going to get into all that later on in another topic, another conversation, another show episode. So, but he's just like, No, I don't want you to look that thin, but I do want to get back to that more of a thin side. I want to be like Mary Caden Ashley. I'm tired of Aww. looking like, you know, the bigger chunkier guys but that's okay um hey look all that matters right about yourself and your weight and everything is that you're healthy right knock on wood yes i think health is way important but anyway so i know that you had a point that you wanted to bring up
1: yeah um it's it's kind of hard to find jeans that are that fit you right that doesn't have rips all the way down and i don't mind if it has like a rip you know that's the new thing and my mom picks on me she says honey do you not have enough to buy you a new pair of jeans (laughs) that's what my mother-in-law says and and you know if somebody doesn't like my style it fits me if they don't like my style
2: they can kiss my grits yes that is awesome i love that
0: well I did have grits yesterday. Uh, yeah, we did. They were very, very good. Oh, oh wait a minute. Going off topic here. Uh, she was asking me yesterday, what do you put in your grits? What do you put in your grits?
1: I like butter and bacon. Mm. Ooh, I've never tried it with the bacon. Mm. Interesting. Trumbulled bacon, and butter.
0: Yes. Okay, butter and bacon. Some people put sugar and butter or honey or you can actually doctor up a good grit but i tell you what cooking grits is not just measuring out the proper you know meal or whatever and you know the the grits or the water and all this and the salt it's not about that it's actually how you cook it i think that makes a very good grits mm-hmm. and some people take that stuff like in louisiana you know, where we're from. I'm, well, I'm not from Louisiana, but my family is. But it's like, you know, for the Louisianians, they they love a good grit. You know what I mean? But maybe that's everybody in the South. I shouldn't just say them. But anyway, um, so, no, you're absolutely right. You know, when it comes to fashion and stuff, you know, having holes in the jeans. I mean, I've been questioned just, gosh, a few years ago, I have these cut-off blue jean shorts that you just kind of roll up, and they look really cute. It has a little bit of fray on it or something mm-hmm. like that. They're just comfortable to go grocery shopping in or go get a pedicure or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, of course, I've had some people going, why aren't you wearing that? You know, like, it looks very youthful or very young. But let me tell you this. That's not true. You know, I know men in their... 40s 50s 60s that are wearing cut off blue jean shorts depends on how you're wearing it it's not the short itself depends on what you're doing with it where you're going and what's going on i think that too many people have an opinion and put labels on stuff and have too much of those things going on that they're not looking outside the box and i think mainly the people that are making these stuff not saying your parents i'm just saying but um But, you know, like some people, they look at it, it's because they can't do it themselves or they can't pass it off themselves necessarily. And that's where I come from, at least for the people that have criticized me. Because I'm like, well, honey, if you can't get into them, that's your your fault because I can. I look cute, you know. Go get you some. You might like
2: it. Um, I I get where she's coming from mm -hmm. because she's pretty tall. I'm pretty short. I cannot find anything. It's hard. I'm four foot ten and a half. Everything that's out Add there, that it is girl. children. It is yeah. children's clothes. I have to go to the kids' section. What's in the kids' section? All these. I can't find the length, or they're too long, or they're too wide. My you ass is flat. You don't want wear Dora the Explorer. No, <laughs> no, I don't. Or little hearts on the side of my yes. pockets. Or oh my rainbows God. or something.
0: That was you I went shopping with. Yes,
2: I'm, I'm sure it was.
0: Remember, you and I went to the mall, and I said, I said I'm going over here to look at the, it was like a dill or somewhere, yes, remember?
2: it had to be and, Dillard's. And I
0: said, where are we? I said, I'm going to go here and look at all this. And you're going like, I'm going upstairs. And I was like, that's like the kids department or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was yes, like, that what?
1: was me.
0: Yes, I remember that. And lo and behold, I do my shopping, you know, because we kind of conquer. We kind of divide and conquer. You know, yeah. I have, I don't want to be rushed. I got stuff to look at, try on and squeeze into. She's... <laughs> The you same know, way. Doing her own thing. So I go upstairs and I think it's upstairs. And we go upstairs and you were up there trying on all this stuff. Man, she had a rack full of shit. <laughs> I was like, You're gonna buy all this? I mean she tried on these shirt and they were so cute, and to me, in my opinion, they didn't look like Dora or whatever <laughs> or any of these stuff. I mean, it was actually very fashionable, and I was very surprised. You know, they're more teenager, exactly. Size. That's probably why like my, my
2: grandson says that,
0: right? No, no, I'm saying that the, the sizes and stuff you were fitting into were more like teenagers, which were still mature, but not you know, they were still kind of youthful, but yet she could pass it off. And, um, so anyway, yeah, that's where it was. I remember going up the escalator, going these are all children you know like and she even bought some cute boots moon those big yes, boots yes yes
2: do you know those same boots would cost three times amount that i yes. am paying in the women's section
0: this is so I true I go
2: over there yeah. and buy these these kids shoes same mm-hmm. boots same mm-hmm. boots and they, and they may even cheaper. fit me better yeah and i can
1: afford them yep and, and they're fashion. even cheaper Uh, Sorry, fashion has really stepped up for teenagers too. Yeah. I mean, it used to be just frumpity frump, and that's all we had.
0: Well, I think that whenever um, designers and stuff were doing stuff. But anyway, so it's like, I think that everybody can. I guess basically in a nutshell, you can buy what you want, get what you want, but you want to be fashionable, but yet you have to get things that are going to fit you, that's going to be stylish. You don't want to look too young, but you don't want to look too old. So the funny thing is, is that when you're a kid... In a teenager, you kind of go into those years to where, yes, you're more, you know, conscious, especially when you get into like junior high, you want to look your best. And that's when the pressure comes on of looking your best. And, you know, of course, there's that bullying bullshit that happens out there that makes me so upset and angry that, you know, so it's like you have all those things and you want to look your best. And then the middle years... I what I call the middle gears like you know when you're in your 30s and you've already had, you know, one and a half kids and all this mess, you have children and then I think that people back in the day might have thought, you know, the mothers are going to wear dresses and the dad's going to wear this. They're just raising a the kid, they ain't worried about fashion and all this. But then, like I said, like come towards the 70s and 80s, it really started gearing up towards the stay-at-home mother. She wants to look good when she's going out and about, no matter what it is, like the soccer mom. You know what I mean? And so the dads, too. So fashion's really come a long way, and how they market things and do things geared up towards the buyer. But, you know, it's... um, It's kind of crazy because, you know, we all want to look our best, but then yet we don't want to be criticized for the things that we're choosing because we think we look good. And there's nothing worse in the world when you're buying a shirt and it looks great on the hanger and then you buy it, you get it home, you put it on and then you still have this beer gut. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, why does it look good on this damn hanger? Because it's just laying flat and looking good. But I have to remember that I've got to add a little extra, you know, tire to it when the department store. So I need to not just hang, hold it up to me. You know, look in the mirror. Yes, I need to actually wrap it around. Remember, like when your mom would do when you're oh, yeah. at Kmart or somewhere, I've and learned. she would grab the the shirt and say, "No, come here," and she'd do it to the shoulders. Turn around. Let me see. Turn around, and she'd grab your you know shoulders, and she'd do the midway. You know, and if it if it went halfway, it fit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I need to kind of get back to that again.
1: I have learned to never just trust the hanger look because mm-hmm. I saw a shirt the other day at a store and i wanted it i loved it and i went in the dressing room i'm like oh my gosh how awful it's like i couldn't get it off quick enough mm-hmm. mm, and it's like
0: yes but it
2: was so cute on the hanger
0: <laughs> you know that is that's,
2: thank god they've let the dressing rooms open again yes
0: oh i know god, it was that is horrible oh I I never really go into a dressing room because I always feel like it's so dirty and I feel like they can watch me.
2: So I always
0: I'm looking. I at hope they and,
2: enjoy what they're seeing.
0: Oh, let, let me tell you what I put on a show. <laughs> I've done some stuff before because I'm telling you those bigger department stores. You know they have like the 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 guy out there you know with a girl you know right there by the dressing room doors oh and they're like um okay right this way like they don't give a shit how many items you're bringing in and i started really thinking about that going you know back in the day they go they give you a number yes you got two items you're bringing back out this thing and i better f- catch two items on the thing you know they still have that too they probably they do, do but not in the your bigger department stores what i'd say the finer department stores mm-hmm. they don't have that not that i've seen so i'd go in there with like three or four items because you know by the time i take off all my clothes put them on put those off get back i'm exhausted you, you can know? work
1: up a sweat i
0: need yes, a can. pretzel you know what <laughs> i mean i am so tired at that point i'm like i'm hungry so <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah those dressing rooms especially women i don't know if you've had that problem but they have these young sales mm-hmm. people and they're like in the lingerie or bra department they say yeah. like oh, would you like me to do measurements on you and i'm like these bitches been on me all my life oh. i know how big they are and where i need them yeah. to go oh my and god i don't think that you need to measure me but uh, well, do they take them? Do they go to school just to learn how to I, measure somebody? I'm
0: not really sure. I think they probably I have to. Don't think so. Well, I don't think they go to school for that. But I mean, I, think I worked at Dillard's. No, I know, but I'm I'm thinking they probably have to be trained for that for their job to measure. Like if you're working at Victoria's Secrets, that's what they specialize in. Lane Bryant also. or Lane Bryant, but you know, yeah. if you're at Dillard's, then you know, no, mm. that bitch is trying to fill you up. You know what I'm saying? But. I wish they had somebody to do that for my junk. <laughs> you know why don't they have that? That's not fair. Why to just go in guys. there and tell them? Huh? Oh yeah. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I need you to measure my my penis. You know to make sure I'm buying the right pants, flat front pants. That's so weird. But no, I mean I can see or you know these underwear. You know we don't get that. See y'all get to have all the fun. I guess it's fun. Is it fun? Not really. Not really. So, what is it? Just kind of humiliating. But you know. But look, (laughs) if you're shopping in a bra department and you're trying to do this, you are going to have to you know to get the right fitting sometimes you might yeah. right especially if you gain weight or lose weight ours
1: is a little more difficult because mm-hmm. you've got to get the around the rib cage yeah. you've got to get the actual cup size right you've got to get the right amount of snaps on the back if you're a bigger breasted woman you have to have the the wider snaps. yeah you and the back you, flattener yeah you can't yes the back oh. they the, have to, have, to get rid of the back titties exactly <laughs> oh
0: okay interesting
1: mm-hmm.
0: oh, well we don't have that we don't have the back flattener for like our ball sack because your balls are so big in the front <laughs> well they're right?
2: supposed to be that way I they're don't know. supposed to dangle
0: oh. well i mean if I, they
2: didn't dangle i would i would probably, would probably be worried i'd
0: be worried but no it's okay for them to dangle but then again that's well you know if you wear just boxer shorts underneath they your dangling. pants. They're going to yeah, it's not it's not nice because if it's hot and they're really dangling because remember they need to breathe, right? Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, then you're gonna chafe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or get all sweaty and gooey and ugh. okay, I can just that just grosses me out. But well it depends. And then um and then but then, you know, that's what the tidy are for to kind of lift you up. See, it's just like a bra. I kind of think that the tidy watties
1: Hey yeah for the junk.
0: okay no because that would be <laughs> uncomfortable you know that's what a what jock do strap think, basically is what no
2: do you think we got well, exactly
0: well hey i didn't invent the bra i can't you know well, i okay
2: if your's hangs it's not good for ours to hang
0: well probably not but i would definitely think that a jock strap is something that's kind of like that in a way because it does offer more support but that's when you're playing sports or whatever yeah, but now when you usually wait a minute. have
1: a cup and it has a cup pocket
0: well <sighs> Not all jock straps have to have a cup in it and not every sport requires you to have a cup.
2: Okay. Mm. Period. I didn't know that. Did you? Yeah.
0: No. No, mm. you don't have to necessarily you know how they complete you take the, risk. The, the cup you just kind of need it to lift off because let me tell you when you're walking and then you have the balls hanging and then you're running because you're playing soccer or whatever it, boom, does, boom. It's gonna, it is definitely going to be uncomfortable like seriously but if you have the jockstrap it lifts it up then your legs can do it without it anything between them yeah it holds them up so that's basically what the jockstrap is for but now look I'm going to reveal something here. Jock straps can be for more than one thing if y'all didn't realize that. But um and I know people who just wear jock straps as underwear, but I will never say their names. Don't look at me either right now. <laughs> you y'all know looking
1: who you are. At- <laughs> Spill it. No, no
0: you all are right now looking at me like I'm like holding my hand. <laughs> don't look down here. No, I don't have that. I don't have a jock strap on. Um, because I want my butt to be covered. Somewhat. I mean, what about if you can't trust a fart? You know what (laughs) I
1: mean?
0: (laughs) Anyway, I'm just saying, not that I have that problem. I'm not like that, but I'm just saying. I know people who are going like, I don't know. I might have tooted in my pants. I'm (laughs) like, dude, that's a lot of beer you're drinking tonight. And they're like, I might have tooted in my pants because I just farted. I was like, well, then you need to handle that. Go away.
1: Then that becomes a shart.
0: And then it's a shart. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, oh, my God, this is kind of crazy. So anyway, um I don't know how we got there. Chalk straps and farts. But anyway, <laughs> it's not very sexy, even though, you know, chalk straps can be. So I'm just saying, when it comes to fashion, follow your instinct. No matter your gut, no matter your height, no matter whatever. Like Carrie, in her case, she keeps saying half an inch.
2: I have to put that inch in. I was you know 4'11, what? now I'm
0: 4'10. So you're four ten and a half. Oh yeah. See that's funny because okay. men do that. They say that about their height or their penis. They'll yeah. go, "I'm six and a half inches long," and I'm like, "No, you're not. You're one fist." And that's <laughs> <laughs> no, the bitch. Me, and,
2: me and Patrick no, were talking that one time. Yes, hey, pa- fist. And I'm yes. like, "Your fist or my fist?" <laughs> I'm gonna go home and do so, my fist right. on so my husband. Well, I mean, it's like <laughs>
0: it's like if you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm telling this dude from years ago. No, dude, you're one hand. Sorry, that's under six inches, you little bitch. Well, Patrick,
2: you used to be able to look at a man's feet. I mean, back in the days, people used to say, what size of shoe do you wear? Uh
0: No, no, let me tell you this now, okay? I'm a man that's been well-seasoned in life. And I can tell you right now that big hands, big feet only mean, you know,
1: bigger shoes bigger ego
0: (laughs) or no not even don't even have a big ego with it because i know men that they just have big socks has does mean nothing nothing at all and you know their height doesn't mean anything or their weight or their any of that all that stuff to me is a myth and trust me you know i'm just please just take my word on this okay. so but that, that, that is just you know that's it but anyway well this has been a lively conversation ladies it i sure think has. that we've kind of covered a few things but i definitely want to say thank you so much dawn for being here you are absolutely amazing as usual and carrie this is your first time do have fun
2: oh yes yes and okay. it's the first i've met her i love her
0: i know and she fabulous yes, she yes. <laughs> i only know fabulous people that's right. So, because there you go. you
1: are the ultimate fabulous. Yes, oh, you are, Pat.
0: Oh, my God. Y'all are going to make me cry. What was that again? Can you repeat? No, I'm scared.
1: kidding. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> anyway, thank y'all for being here. I think we've covered a lot of ground and a lot of important topics, and I hope everybody's enjoyed it. You can catch me on all the major podcast platforms, which is Spotify, Pandora, Alexa, um, Apple, iHeart, Pretty much everything that you love listening to your uh, podcast on or music. And also, you know, I'm in so many countries now and I just want to say a a personal thank you to each and every one of those people. I wasn't sure how the word was getting out, but it's because of all the friends on social media and also in other businesses and all of the podcast platforms also to uh, share my stuff. So I want to say thank you to the companies and corporations and everybody behind it and all my social media friends and everybody else, because y'all are absolutely fabulous. And I appreciate all the support and hopefully we can continue to grow and be part of my journey with Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont. So thank you all for listening and we'll be seeing you soon. It's been Real and Raw with Patrick Tremont.